Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about because this is my podcast. And I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun. And we'll try to stay as calm as we can. But let's get into it. And let's all have some fun listening. And you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go.
Okay, today I'm going to talk about a book series called Vampire Kisses, The Beginning by Alina S-C-H-E-R-E-I-B-E-R. Okay, a new guy in town. Rumors of vampires, dangerous first love. This is where it all began. The mansion on top of... Benson Hill has stood empty for years, but one day it seemed to be occupied and its mysterious, handsome inhabitant, Alexander Starling, becomes the source of much talk around town. Raven, a vampire self goth girl who has always considered herself an outsider in Dollsville, is determined to uncover the truth surrounding the secretive Alexander. As she gets to know him and their spark interest, Raven finds herself in some unequipped situations. Can Alexander make her lifelong dream come true? But love always has its complications, especially one it can only be awakened at nightfall. The first three books in Alina Scratchenberg's best-selling Vampire Kisses series captures the thrill of a must-unnatural romance. All in all, a good read for those who want a vampire love story without the gore. Raven is exactly the kind of goth girl to look up to. Uh, Alina. Elena. Alina. Elena. Elena. Writing style is frank and funny, and she captures the angst of first love perfectly. U.S. nine ninety nine, eleven ninety nine in Canada. www.heartteen.com on the back of the book. Let's see. We'll read a little bit of the book. The most exciting thing to happen in Dollsville in my life in chronicle chronological in order. The 310 train jumped in tracks, spilling boxes of Tootsie Rolls, which we devoured. A senior flushed a cherry bomb down the toilet, exploding the sea wage line, closing schools for a week. On my 16th birthday, a family rumored to be a vampire moved into the haunted mansion on top of Benson Hill. Let's see. I left a bookmark. I probably reread this like 50 times, but... Let's check out where the bookmarks are just for the fun. So we're going to just skip to where the bookmarks are. <laughs> Wake up, Alexander gently whispered in my ear. I opened my eyes to find that I had crashed out on his couch in his TV room as he stroked my hair. Kissing Coffin was playing on his oversized flat screen. Jenny had desperately entered Professor... Livestone's office at the university. I knew I'd find you here, she exclaimed, finding Velamore seated at his desk, his head buried in a textbook. You aren't supposed to come here, he warned without looking up. To my house or to my study, you have put yourself in danger. In the distance, there was an earring howl. Where did you let me fall asleep? Why did you let me fall asleep? I asked Alexander, lifting my head from his shoulder. Did you put a spell on me? You suggested we watch this, he replied, but you conked out as soon as I pressed play. Besides, it's late and you've been through a lot. 
And then I have another bookmark in a random spot for some reason. Like two random bookmarks. Weird. Oh, another one too. Okay, there's one more after this. Underneath stars were passed on his ceiling and I'm sure in Ajami correct order, solar system mobile hung from his ceiling. As telescope stood by his window, his slid open his walk-in closet doors to reveal neatly stacked, clean plastic shoe boxes. Jeez, you're more clean than a clean freak. Each box was labeled "Attic," "Ain't's Blood," "Pimples," "Puke," "Scars." Who wants to have more pimples? I asked. And I have smells here," he said, opening up beaker and pushing it under my nose. Gross, I said. Repulsive. It smells like the bathroom after Billy Boy uses it. Shut up, my brother said. I like to pour this on Mr. Lewis's chair sometime, he said proudly. Look around. I have them. Alphabetized. I should have known. Becky and I each handed over our money and loaded our pockets with ghoulish goodies. When we were finished, Henry held a box before me as if he were holding the holy grail. He opened it, revealing two exact replicas of human teeth in the shape of fangs with the glue, seven dollars. I knew I had only six in my purse, five dollars and a stick of gum I offered. Six in your school picture, he counted. I looked hard at him, then at Becky. But you inscribed it to me, she said. Please, I begged, flushing her my puppy dog eyes. She opened her wallet and handed Henry the picture. I handed him the money and left before he changed his mind. As I headed out to meet Alexander for our date, I found my parents in the kitchen play paying bills. I'm going to be out a teensy bit late tonight, I advise. It's a school night, my mom said. I know, but we're going to the drive-in. I said with a smile. Why don't you wait until the weekend? My mom asked, because tonight's half price if you are a costume. Becky and Matt are going too. Becky, my mother asked, surprised. Yes, my little Becky. It'll be our first double date. Besides, I already did my homework. We have a sub for first spell anyway. Seems like you had all your excuses lined up, my father said. I'll take care of the dishes all week, I said to my mother, and Dad, I'll wash your car. Last time you washed my car, you put wicked wicked stickers on it. <laughs> but you have to admit, it looked cool. And at least the last time you took care of the dishes, you broke. Grandmom's teapot. There's one more bookmark. Let's see where this one is. You can tell I really liked this book as a teenager because this was exactly the type of thing I was into. I have a bunch of vampire-related books. Yes, I know, it's a little weird. I'm talking about vampires, Trevor declared. Vampires, Alexander exclaimed. Shut up, Trevor. I'm talking about gossip. What gossip, Alexander said. I come here to be with my girlfriend. Girlfriend, Trevor asked, surprised. Then it's official. You are going to spend all of eternity together. Be quiet, I ordered. Tell him why you broke into his house. Tell him what you saw. We're out of here, I said, staring 
to go, but Alexander didn't move. Tell him why you threw yourself at him, Trevor. Continue. Don't say another word, Trevor. Tell him why you went to the cemetery. I said, shut up. And why you fainted. Shut up. And why you look at yourself in the mirror every hour. What's he talking about, Alexander demanded. And tell him about this, he said, trusting the Polaroids of a bite mark of my bite mark at Alexandria. Alexander grabbed the picture and examined it. What's this? She used you, Trevor said. I started a rumor that snowballed. I had everyone in town believing you were a vampire. The funny thing is, your dear sweet raven believed the rumor more than anyone. Shut up, I screamed and threw my meddling snow cone in Trevor's face. Trevor laughed as the cherry ice dripped down his cheek. Alexander stared at the picture. What's going on? Mr. Harris asked, running over. Alexander looked at me in disbelief and confused. He glanced around hopelessly as he god crowd waited for his reaction. Then he angrily grabbed my hand and pulled me outside. We left the falling, falling snow and went up into dazzling or drizzling rain. Wait, Becky shouted, running after us. What's going on, Raven? Alexander demanded, ignoring her. How does he know you snuck into my house? How does he know about the cemetery? How does he know you fainted? And what's this, he asked, shoving the pole right at me. Alexander, you don't understand. You never told me why you snuck into my house, he said. I stared at his lonely, deep, soulful eyes. His innocence, his sense of belonging. What can I say? See, that's just book one. Literally book one. I love this author. She was so good at making, like... And I was kind of the goth girl in middle school, so this kind of stayed with me for years. Vampire Kisses, an ALA quick pick of young adult readers in New York publish. All in all, a good read for those who want a vampire love story about the gore. Uh, vampire Coffins, Raven is exactly the kind of goth girl you can look up to. Readers will love this funny novel with a bite. Whoa magazine. Dancing with a Vampire. This novel, like the first three, is never short on laughs and shudders. Alexander is as romantic as ever, and Raven's still delightfully earthy. I love these books. They are so cool. And I will read, like, a little pieces of the back of the other ones. Okay. Dancing with a Vampire. A Vampire Kisses novel. Now, I know, I know. That's not right. The right order, because it shows it in the first book. Vampire Kisses, the beginning. Dancing with a Vampire, The Coffin Club, Royal Blood. Then they have Blood Relatives, 1, 2, and 3. The most important night of the year is drawing near, but not a little trouble for the unworldly. Dollsville, newest night-fearing intruder, may be only a tween, tween, but Raven knows the Valentine Maxwell, the youngest sibling of two 
Nefarious Vampires is a full-size menace. Valentine. Valentine. <laughs> Some of the names are totally vampire names. Became even more of a threat when he befriended her brother. We are going to do part two. So I thought about getting the ones I'm missing and getting the new, um, like, I don't know if it's a graphic novel or an anime book, but unfortunately some older books are harder to find, so you have to, like, look and look and look. But I will try to find it if I can. Valentine. Billy? Raven must try to shield Billy, even as the biggest excitement of the year approaches attending prom with her mortal lover, Alexander. And while Alexander is one of one kind of vamp is one of kind of a vampire, Sweet Raven soon learns Valentine is another. Could Valentine somehow know Raven private thoughts about turning into a vampire? Never short on laughs and shudders, Elena again contacts a lively and suspenseful story that ends on a tangling cliffhanger. A good choice for goth lovers and fans of romantic vampire novels. Let's see. Alexander blew out the last candle. We were in total darkness. I couldn't see Alexander, the mouth of the cave, or even my own fingers. Alexander kissed the back of my hand slowly, pecking him away up my arm until he reached my neck. I pause. What is the surprise, I ask? Are we on second ground? Want to find out? He asks. Wait one minute. A surprise, I thought. What could it be? I felt a warm grasp on my neck. It was then that I knew. My fantasy was finally coming true. Alexander was going to bite me. My heart began to pulse again in the flush of his palm. I started to Visualize my new life as his hand lay on my most vital events. My dream was to become a vampire from Alexander to be the one who turned me and to be the one who, to whom I'd be bound for eternity. But as he held my hand, I suddenly wasn't sure if I was ready to plunge myself into the darkness forever. Jeez, that's just from a description. Many thanks to my brother Mark. For your initial help and guidance. I awake from a deadly slumber, entombed in Alexander's coffin. Since arriving at the mansion shortly after Sunday morning sunrise, I have been laying next to my vampire boyfriend, Alexander Starling. He, as he slept the weekend sunlight hours away, hidden in the closet of his attic room, this was a dream come true. Let's try another page. Ooh, here we go. If I can get back to where I just left off. Okay. The next morning, Dollsville High hallways were decorated with posters for the upcoming prom via Los Valentine signs with red, pink, and white hearts filled the hall walls and classroom doors. I shoved textbook into my locker as Becky began to tack up passport size arcade booth pictures of her and Matt, who 
who took the Saturday night at the movie theaters. Aren't they cool? I stared at the four poses. One with Matt's arm around Becky. One with them blinking. One where he was kissing her on the cheek. And the last one with a teen magazine smile. All of them reflecting a couple in love. I glanced at my locker, tacked with magazine clippings of Trent Manders, Marilyn Manson, Villy Vallo, and Vance, one of the guys who meant the most to me. I figured by now you'd have a shrine to Alexander, Becky commanded. I did too, I admit it. That was before I knew he was a vampire. I wanted to say he's actually quite shy around the camera. No way he's so handsome. He could be a model. I glanced at my best friend whose normal, cheerful, fresh face glowed more than ever. Valentine's words haunted me as I frankly attempted to search through my Olivia Alcash journal for any content dream entries. Alexander needs to know you aren't ready, the misconceived vampire had said to me. Valentine was trying to threaten Billy Boy and at the time, at the same time, destroy my relationship with Alexander. I shivered, recalling Valentine's grasping my sleeping brother's neck, although I was Relieved, the tween bloodsucker had escaped from our house. I was still distraught. I gazed out my window and imagined Valentine's flying directly to the mansion, squeezing his bad-shaped body through a breach in an attic window, and becoming a goth boy again and confronting an unsuspecting Alexander. Alexander, with native ideas about his vampire wannabe girlfriend. If Valentine betrayed my wondering thoughts and revealed them to my vampire mate, what would this mean for the future relationship with Alexander? Oh, Alina was an actress and a stand-up comedian before becoming a writer and moving to her own dollsville. She is the author of Teenage Mermaid, Comedy Girl, and the vampire kisses you. Hmm, Teenage Mermaid. Now I kind of want to read these even though I'm a little old for them. Just for the fun of it. Including the fully illustrated Vampire Kisses manga, Blood Relatives, the first book of the Vampire Kisses series was an ALA quick pick for young adult readers, a New York public library for the teenage, and an IRA CBCY Young Adults Choice. Visit her online at alinaskyver.com for exclusive information on your future author and artist www.arthurtracker.com if they still are in session. I don't know. Let's continue with Coffin Club, a vampire kisses novel. There's a hot new un ground club in town but membership lasts a lasts an eternity it's summer break and Raven knows she would stay put in Dollsville until her immortal lover returns 
But when she decides to go after Alexander, she can't resist a visit from her favorite gospel, the Coffin Club. Sneaking inside, Raven is shocked to discover a secret door that leads to the entry of another hidden club. <clears throat> there is something particular about this cryptic hangout, and it's too intriguing for Raven to resist. Soon, a dangerous battle of the club's rule between Alexander's old nemesis and a mysterious new guy. Can Raven avoid the clash before her curiosity lands her in serious trouble. Never short on laughs and shudders. Again, connects a lively and suspenseful story that ends on a cliffhanger. Did I just read this or are they both just saying that? Okay. Isn't this what you always dreamed of? Jagger licked his lips and flashed his fangs. Phoenix pushed between us. He and Jagger locked eyes before Jagger backed away. Dozens of club setters gathered around, half on Jagger's side, the other half flunking Phoenix. As if waiting a deadly fight, I didn't know which side to choose, even though I knew Jagger was near furious. I at least had an idea of who I was dealing with. I escaped and hid between the black curtain and a few yards away. When I caught my breath, I peered inside the slit in the fabric. It wasn't quite sure what kind of club I'm submitting into. But I had an idea. Blood-filled drinkers, flashing fangs, a club where membership lasts an attorney. There was only one way to be sure. I reached into my purse and pulled out Ruby's compact. I angled it behind me. I took a deep breath and peered into the reflection glass. I froze. The club and dance floor were empty. I just entered the real coffin club, meaning that everyone there is a vampire. Which is ironically funny. Membership to our club comes at a very high price. Phoenix Slater. I flew from class like a bat out of. I'm not saying that word. Dollsville High bell rang its final year-ending ring, and I was the first student to arrive at my locker. Normally, the sound of the bell grinding on my nerves and a woodpecker hammering on a skimmer, but this time buzzing was as medullous as the sound of a harp score. It singled one thing, summer vacation! The two words rolled off my tongue like the sweet-tasting nectar of a blossoming honeysuckle. Aren't all vacations sweet, given however summer vacation beats out its sister vacation, spring and winter break. Summer vacation surpassed them all with its incomparable adventures, two and a half months of freedom from textbooks, teachers, and torment. No detention, lectures, or pop quizzes, no more spending an eight-hour day in the coffin of Dollsville High. Being the only goth girl in the 
in the prep-filled school or trying to lift an overslept pre-caffeinated head off my wooden desk. I wasn't even sure what time it was. I only knew I was back at the dungeon. The catacombs were filled with vampires lurking, thirsty, hangering, stalking, hiding behind archways, and in full view, suddenly I was surrounded by a gang of vampire club setters. The dance floor was converted into a medieval baptism of sort. A covered coffin was lying in the center of the dirt dance floor, enclosed by six-foot-high candle labras. At the helm, two hooded members were holding court in ornate hand-carved thrones fit for vampire kings. Club cedars began chanting, new blood, new blood, what's going on, I asked. I finally found Knox and Scarlet and the crowd of chanting vampires were integrating a new member. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break class sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ah, break it's now. So far, we have talked about vampire kisses, dancing with a vampire, the coffin club. Now we're moving on to Royal Blood, a vampire kiss novel. Let's see. Praise for vampire kisses. ALA Quick Pick for Relocation Young Adult Readers, New York Public Library, Books for Teenagers. All in all, a good read for those who want a vampire love story. Never short on laughs and shudders. Summer break is over, and Raven is hardly eager to return to Dollsville High. Not only does school mean daily interaction with preppy pests, Trevor Michael. Nope, Michael. Nope. Yeah, but her sleep-filled days and romantic nights with her immortal boyfriend, Alexander, must come to an end. Plus, the shock of morning classes isn't the only change in store. An unexpected letter turns up at Alexander's mansion, announcing his parents will be coming to town. And once they arrive, just about everyone has had a sight of the manicure couple except Raven, who could be 
delaying Alexander from introducing Raven to them. Could Alexander be hiding something about his parents' homecoming? One is Raven is finally invited to the most thoroughly dinner party of her life. The next turn of events could transform her entire future with Alexander. The sixth book in Alina's best-selling Vampire Kisses series takes an unusual twist in the continuing romance of Raven and Alexander. have Vampire Begins, Vampire Kisses 2, Kissing Coffins, Vampire Kisses 3, Vampire Village, Vampire Kisses 4, Dance with a Vampire, Vampire Kisses 5, The Coffin Club, Vampire Kisses Blood Relative, Teenage Mermaid, Comedy Girl, The letter arrived mysteriously. I imagine the deliverer was an intermagic figure masked in a centuries-old block-hooded cloak, slipping undetected through the darkness past the mansion. Wart Iron Gate. He may have approached the Sterling's haunted-looking house in a year's or perhaps he'd flown over the menacing fence in the front of the bat. By nightfall, the mansion mailbox was usually as hollow as an empty coffin sitting alone at the bottom of Benson's Hill at the end of the long and windy drive. So the letter would go unannounced for several hours as I was stolen away in Alexander's attic. Pressed against my vampire boyfriend's deathly pale, but full of life lips. Several weeks had passed since Alexander and I had returned from our adventure in Hipsterville, and though Alexander had embittered me, he did make his unmortal feel a part of the undead, the underworld, during that time. It seemed as if I took an hour for Jameson to drive me to the mansion. I was afraid by the time we reached its gates, dinner would be stone cold. We packed in front of the mansion. It was quite the sight. Candles flickered inside the house like a festive holiday party. Jameson opened the door, opened the car door for me. I reached the top of the crumbling stairs as if on a cue, the front door creaked open. On the other side were the first adult vampires I would ever meet. At first, I didn't see anyone. Then, out stepped Alexander, stunning in an oversized blue skilled shirt and black jeans. Whoa, you're beautiful. He offered his hand to me and kissed me on the cheek. Submerged violin music faintly filled the mansion. A pure umbrella stand at least half a dozen sat by the front door. Jack Leo's movies together. He loves vampires. The three vampires looked straight at me. 
I had rambled on too far. I've finished my dessert now, Alexander. I said, it's time I take you home, Alexander responded right away. Alexander held my hand as the stairlings accompanied me to the door. The ghoulish couple stood, statue-like and imposing, yet mannerly. It was great to meet you, I said sincerely, and thanks for dinner. Please give our regards to your parents, Mr. Stairling said, giving me a polite kiss on the cheek. It was enough to make me freeze, frozen heart melt. Yes, we must meet them, Mrs. Stalling said. We'll have Jameson set something up immediately. Bad idea, I wanted to say. I know they'd be honored, I uttered. Instead, what a sweet girl, Mrs. Stalling said. I'd like to get to know you better, Raven, she remarked before I stepped out the door. My eyes lit up. Absolutely, I'm free any time. Let's pick another. A few hours before our cocktail party at the Starlings, I found my mom tossing dress dresses on her bed. She was as anxious as I had been when I first invited to the mansion. What do I wear? She asked. Whatever you want. Since my mother wasn't going to paint her nails black and wear a corset over the top of a camisole, I don't think it really mattered what her attire was, however, she didn't feel the same. Should I wear this or this, she asked, holding up the same blouse, one in white, one in red. Mrs. Stilling is so stylish. Not that it's my style, but nevertheless, it's bold. I don't want to offer offend her by appearing too conservative. Are you kidding? All of a sudden, my mother cared about what the neighbors thought. I peeled my bike the entryway to the Dollsville Cemetery, tears streaming down my cheek like dripping blood out of the breath. I flung my trench against the brick wall and scaled the fence. On venoms on tombstones lit me through the dusky graveyard. As I ran through the graveyard, rain began to drizzle down and extinguished the violet as I passed them. Fog slowly enveloped this landscape as if it were trying to keep me away. In the distance, Alexander was standing next to his grandmother's monument. I stormed over to him. I don't want you to leave, I cried. What are you talking about, he said. I saw the ad in the paper. Your parents are selling the mansion. Why didn't you tell me? I wanted to, but I just needed to get some news first. Some answers first. Alexander, you're moving back to Romania. I don't want you to leave. I clenched my boyfriend for dear life. I know, he said, holding my thigh. I don't either. That's why I'm trying to figure something out. When I arrived home, my parents were on the edge of their couches, waiting up for me. I was racked with pain and torment. So what did Alexander have to say, my mom asked. Are they staying in town? I stood shook my head. You must be devastated. I am. Tears began to roll down my already soaked cheeks. We were so taken with his parents, too. We were hoping to spend more time with them. I'm so sorry, honey.
I have to say, I love these books. They have, like, so just, I love the style of the writing. I love the way she describes different things. Okay. Praises for Vampire Kisses. Uh, Mish, Alina, Elena keeps the readers coming back for more romance and adventure. Truly entertaining and fun. Teen readers, too. So, yeah. Cool. I put my name in this one because people could I think the reason I don't have the whole collection is because I let friends borrow them. It was a terrible idea. Don't let friends do that unless they guarantee they'll give it back. As a mortal girl dating a vampire, Raven knows that love isn't always easy. Now that Alexander's parents have returned to Romania, Raven and her dreamy vampire boyfriend are happy to resume their cryptic romance. But soon another visitor comes knocking. Sebastian, Alexander's best friend, arrives for a stay at the mansion. At first, Raven is weary, then thrilled. This is the perfect chance to learn more about her darkly handsome boyfriend and his past. Raven has been wondering whether Alexandra will be ever bite her and make her the love immortal. And Sebastian could be her guide to the love habits of Alexander and his kind. But when Sebastian falls for a particular doll's villain with another mortal beat Raven to the bite, with suspense, danger, and a fabulous vampire party. The seventh book is the best-selling Vampire Kisses series. Continues. I put my name in it. That's so funny. Like I said, I normally didn't do that. It's so hilarious. The Ghoulish Guest. It was a deadly kiss. The kind of kiss that stole my breath. Forced my heart into overdrive, let me hopelessly awaken and desperately gasping for more. The kind of kiss where I felt as if I died if it ever ended. I, Raven Madison, was in turmoil bliss. Alexander, my vampire boyfriend, and I were nestled together in the dusty depths of the mansion's basement passionately clinging to each other like a broken spider web. Okie dokie, artichoke, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and Keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokey, Artichokey. Ad break is now. 
Sorry I'm not wearing my headphones. I was wearing a flower, then I took it off because I'm going to be doing more podcasts probably later, but we'll see. I just don't feel like putting them on yet. Okay, here we go. As soon as I fix this. Okay, Alexander closes the door behind us. I stood up before he moved. Who is this guy? I asked, one of your relatives? No, he's my best friend. I was shocked. Alexander spoke so light a little bit about himself in Romania. I had never heard about any friends, much less one best friend named Sebastian. You never mentioned you had a best friend, I told him. He never came up. Never came up, I talked about Becky all the time. You talk about a lot of things, he joked. Alexander had a point. I like to talk about every minute thought I had during every minute of the day. Alexander kept mum on even the most important subjects. So how long do you think he'll stay? I asked. I could only wonder what it would be like for three of us to hang out at the cemetery, my house, or the mansion. Perhaps a few days. I thought he'd be here for weeks. Sebastian, he won't want to wear out his welcome. There was one piece of information I couldn't wait to find out. I want to ask you, I whispered. Is he like you? Sound of being and humming came from inside Sebastian's room. Was he too redecorating the mansion? The door creaked open. I saw Sebastian kneeling on the wooden floor, a hammer in one hand and a nail in the other. Border peeked off his duffel bag. Like, I could read this book all day. I love the way it's written. It is so good. Like, it's romance without the gore, but there's no sparkly vampires, and Raven is, like, her own person. She isn't just... I don't know. If you compare this, like, Twilight... I feel like it might be a little better, even though uh, the books for Twilight are better than the movie, except for the last two movies where there was a little more gore. The following afternoon, Becky, Matt, and I were hanging out on Dollsville High soccer field waiting for practice to begin. Sebastian and sizing for Becky and stuck in my mind. Matt and Becky were nestled together by the home side goal. Not even the threat of an opponent's score could break them apart. As my best friend gazed up at her, boo, I realized I never imagined Becky of anyone but Matt. He was the first boyfriend she ever had, and I never doubted that someday they'd be married. Live a quiet life in Dollsville, with a couple kids, and have the white picket fence. Even a handsome and love-struck vampire so far hadn't turned her head away from one true love. How sweet is that? How sweet, adorable, and cute. Now let's talk about the, I'm not sure if you consider this manga or, okay, manga. It's manga, romance, horror. <laughs> manga. Okay. Vampire kisses blood relatives. The absolute last thing goth girl Raven and her vampire boyfriend Alexander need is another hitch in their nightmare. Nighttime only romance, but dark trouble hovers on the horizon when Raven and Alexander discover far freshly dug gra- four freshly dug graves filled with empty coffins. When a crew of sketchy vampires takes up residence in Dolville's lonely graveyard. 
Alexander finds this muddily bunch led by his very own blood-sucking cousin Cloud. Sterling, shocking Cloud and his creepy crew can only spell out more problems for the pair, especially when Raven finds them in the daylight in the very last place she could ever imagine. What could Cloud and his invaders be doing or searching for in Dollsville? And print of Hepburn Collins published. So, Alina. Vampire kisses, vampire coffin, dancing with a vampire. Ah, here's the little fun where they like give you welcome to Dollsville. Meet Raven Madison, sporting black lipstick, black nail polish, and a harp wit. Raven is an outsider at considerable Dollsville High. Curious and fearless, she's not afraid to take on anyone, from Gossip Girl to even scarier, nefarious creatures of the night. Amazingly, Raven, greatest with has come true. She's dating a real vampire. The only problem is that she has to wait until sundown to see him and must keep his true identity a secret. Meet Alexander Starling. Handsome and Esclufus Alexander is the teen vampire of Raven's dreams. He lives in a mansion on the top of excuse me Basin Hill and sensitive artist, his pale prince of darkness, has soulful eyes and a heart to match. He is witty with a membrane sense of humor, but kind and gentle one. It came to Raven. When Raven finds herself in trouble, he's the first one to spring to her defense. Meet Becky Miller. Raven's only girlfriend, Becky, is more shy and reserved than her goth counterpart. Since meeting in the third grade, Raven has been Becky's best friend and bodyguard. Protecting her from name-calling and playground clashes, Becky often finds herself in bullet rolled in Raven's misadventures, but these days she has some excitement of her own. She's head over heels in love with Matt Wells, a popular but good-hearted guy at school whom she started dating. You might not you might be wondering why I'm wearing wandering around a cemetery in the middle of the night. It took me sixteen years to find the guy of my dreams. I guess I can hold out a few more minutes. Who would ever believe that my wildest wishes to date an actual vampire would come true. When my pale prince Alexander Staling first hit our boring little burr, it caused a stir. Where is he? Maybe he's not coming after all. A dark and twisted path. Finally, my prince of darkness I know that ring anywhere. Stay calm. No need to play the swooning, swooning girl. 
He's just a guy. Okay, a vampire, but still just a guy. I thought maybe you couldn't make it. Are you kidding? If I had wings, I'd have flown here. You mean you didn't? I guess you scaled the iron gates. One of my many talents. He totally must hear my heart beating. This is just so cute. It's so adorable. And you get to see like what they would look like. Raven has like dark hair. Totally like a bat choker. She likes chokers. Definitely has like the 2000s, like I say goth vibe. It's time we get you safely home. Now take your seats, please. Thanks, Raven. How about a tour right after class? I swear we won't fight. Cloud. Okay, first I'll show you the cafeteria. What do you want with me? We just need some help getting our bearing seen as how we're all new. Your alphys found the school and made yourselves at home in the cemetery. What could you want? Don't be cute, Raven. You know we need the vial my grandmother has hidden. You heard the whole thing. I don't know where they are. I bet your boyfriend does, and if anyone can get to him to spill it, it's you. Maybe he doesn't know, and even if he told me, I'd never give it up. We have ways of making... Can it, Rocco? I'll make the threats. You handle the muscle. Then we have a vampire kisses blood relatives too. Who says dating a vampire is easy? Raven's romance with her immoral lover Xander is definitely not. Even more so, Alexander's meddling half-vampire cousin in town, Cloud, and his sketchy gang are on the hunt for a stash of blood-filled vials that can turn them into pure vampires. With an old family feud casting a shadow on the search, we'll do anything to gather their hands on the vials. Raven and Alexander must swiftly metastame a plan to outwit them. But will the very lure of the vials create more risk for Raven than she could imagine and in her own quarter about the possibility of becoming a vampire? Why do I say it like that? Every time I say vampire, vampire, jeez, please. Meet Cloud. Staley. Cloud is Alexandra's hot and often hot-headed half-vampire cousin. Competitive since birth, Cloud has one thing on his mind, becoming a full vampire. Cloud has brought his gang with him from Romania to Dollsville to retrieve much-needed vials of pure vampire blood his grandmother had hidden. Drinking these vials is the only way they can be turned, and since Alexander won't give the vials up, Cloud thinks Raven is his ticket in. Unearthing their location. Meet Kate. 
uh, flirty and deceptive Kate, cat, K-A-T, is Cloud's right-hand girl. She uses her cat-like bogies to create a wedge between Raven and Alexander, though she's often found flinging her nails, filing her nails. She's one tough cookie and hates playing backseat when plans are being made. Meet Rocco, the muscle of the clouds gang. Rocco would rather be throwing punches than using brain power to get his hands on the vials. And while he's just as hungry as the others for the vials, Rocco usually lets Claude lead the way, even if it might be the wrong decision. In Vampires 3, Raven's romance with her dreamy vampire boyfriend Alexander has been complicated once again by Alexander's menacing half-vampire cousin. Now that Claude and his fearless gang have been tricked out of blood-filled vials that can turn them into full vampires, Cloud will stop at nothing to find the real vials. Raven's family and friends could be in danger when Cloud teams up with Raven's longtime nemesis, Trevor. Investigations soon go out for a vampire-themed masquerade party. Could Cloud be scheming to turn all of the students' adults will hide into vampires if he doesn't get what he wants? Raven and Alexander must try to stop Cloud. Cloud. Claude? Claude. Maybe it's Claude. But also ask themselves what really matters most in the end. Let's see, I just want to see you. Meet Trip, the brains in Cloud's gang. Trip contributes his tech-savvy skills to help the gang when needed. Not one with much brain brawn, Trip is usually the first to hide behind Rocco when danger looms. Meet Trevor, Raven's K-H-A-K-I clad nemesis. Trevor is gorgeous, rich, and a super jock, so what's not to like? His personality since kindergarten, Trevor's been bent on making life miserable for Raven. He never admitted, but he's more attracted to her than repulsed and has had a crush on her since they were kids. When Trevor's not demoting the soccer field, he's usually staring, reading rumors, or pursuing Raven, his monster girl. I also think Jasper had a crush on Raven. Not Jasper. Claude. It was Claude. Who I think has a little crush on her as well, but I'm not 100% sure. I hope you all liked. I think you should all get read these books. If you can find them, I would read them. They are interesting. And I think young adults to adults would like them. I could try to ask my daughter to read them, but she doesn't like anything scary. But I hope you all have a great and wonderful week. And I'll talk to you next week. I hope. Bye for now. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. 
So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.